0: Patriots Monday and Friday, 93.7 W E I F M and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app.
1: This hour of the Rich Keys show is brought to you by East Coast Meadow Roofing. Act now. Save 10% during their fall into savings program.
2: the rich keeps show here we go. You're now rocking with the Rich Keith Show on your radio. You're to the chronicles from a topical, comical, and knowledgeable Boston sports talker, dropping in hotter than a tropical climate. Breaking news, he supplies it, and you want the truth? Scoops, Keith will find it. Scoops. He's talking about all the sports, and he's also a hashtag dork, and the father of two sweet daughters, the leader of your squad for you evening marauders and night commuters. Tune in and sit tight, six to ten, more like Six to midnight, Al. The mic's hot on the night's watch crew. Celtics, Bruins, Pats, and Red Sox, too. Doing this is the Rich Keith Project. Now we've got podcasts and Twitch stream content. KWFE on WEEI. It's the Rich Keith Show, so here's your guy. Happy Halloween, everybody. The spookiest night of the year. Welcome to the Rich Keith Show, a full tang program so scary that Andy Hart took it off. And Mike Cadillac is in. Cadillac, how are you? I'm good. What's going on? Happy Uh, Halloween. Happy Halloween. You look like a million bucks. Thank you. So we're dressing up. A couple of guys dressing up. Stiz also dressing up. That's right. And uh, as, uh, yep, Matt from Lulenberg in the Twitch chat is correct. This is a costume rehash by me. I was also a uh, big wiener last year. (laughs) Bringing it right back again this year. Cadillac going nice. Tim Tebow. With the eye black and everything, it's eye black. Jersey. John three sixteen yep. respect. Brought a football. You got a football. On Twitch. I got an NFL football. The Dukes. So. You can throw it with your wrong hand yes. and look just like him. Actually, you're lefty, yeah, I just am a like lefty, him. Actually, I So
3: yeah, that's that's why I have all the jerseys. That's
2: pretty good. Yeah, and that's so a good reason
1: to wear the Tebow jersey. Yeah. It's kind of the perfect costume. So, it all
2: works. And I then actually, Stiz.
1: Yeah, I am uh, an iconic horror villain. My favorite horror villain. And Keith, I got to tell you, yes. just now yep. walking down the hallway, uh-huh. I bump into my buddy Cadlick. He sure. says. Oh, you're dressed up. Who are you? I said, dude, look at this sweater. You really don't know who I am? And he said, no, I have no idea.
2: So we're going to, no, and you don't advertise anything other than that. Mm -hmm. You told us you're not a big movie guy, specifically a horror movie guy. Nope. And so that's why we will do a horror movie quiz later on the show. Oh, good. We'll do a little trivia.
1: For your next week's paycheck. That's so right. You <laughs> yeah, that, you that, be good for yeah, let's do <laughs> it.
2: We do that every week. That should be just a new Friday feature. We have uh, Stiz ask horror movie questions, and then we, t- we take stabs at them. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot going on today, and a lot was going on last night in the uh, wide world of sports. But let's start with the NFL trade deadline, which passed two hours ago. There were questions. I had more questions about who the Patriots would sell I didn't really understand the buy or sell conversation Mm -hmm. other than I guess it's a good way to start a conversation, but by God, like no way should they have been buyers, but they don't sell anybody. They have a bunch of guys that are on expiring deals. Most notable, Uche, Duggar, and uh, Mike Onwenu. They keep all of them. What was your big takeaway from the deadline?
3: Um, My takeaway from the deadline now that it's passed and that they did not sell on anyone is they better pony up this offseason and sign some of them yep. whether
2: it's an Onwenu or whether it's How would you prioritize those three guys? I would
3: go right now from what we've seen so far this season I'd go Onwenu, duggar Uche. I think Onwenu yeah. over the last two weeks at right tackle has been a godsend for them. They needed um, that. Even the Miami game wasn't great but Buffalo it was awesome and the trickle down effect was was really uh you could tell that you know Mac had some time was was comfortable. Yep. Um I think Kyle Duggar is one of the better safeties. He's he's a really good box safety and run defender, and, he and needs to improve in the uh, passing game.
2: I think that the coverage part kills yeah. me, and he he's also but he's getting better, and that's kind of why I'm like he he, he's you need to bring him back. If you're but not would you trade. pay him top five safety money? <laughs> I know, like every year, like whoever's the free agent doesn't mean you are a top five safety, yeah, right. but like you get paid that much. I just yeah, I would then. Okay, like, I,
3: I don't consider him that level, but it's how the market goes. And if you I want mean... to
2: keep him, you you are going to have to do that. And right. if you just watched the Miami game, you'd be like, oh, he's worth it. If you just watched the <laughs> Buffalo game, you would say, my god, yeah, like right. he shouldn't even be out there.
3: He definitely is. Like, but because if if you are not going to pay him, like I would him... trade him. Exactly, I would right. pay him the top five safety money because you didn't trade him and get him get anything for him. So why did Josh Uche not play on Sunday? Uh he must actually be hurt. I thought it was oh, okay. a, I thought it was a leverage piece. I was like, "Oh, they're not sending him." We were down there. He practiced all week. I was kind of surprised that he didn't end up traveling. Um Yeah, that was weird. And I was like, "Oh, okay, they're probably just holding him out because they're going to end up trading him." The fact that they didn't uh, that tells me that he's probably actually nursing something. It was a, a toe and I think an ankle.
2: Um, that yeah. had him at least limited. He was there okay. every day
3: when we were down there, but
2: yeah, because as soon as I saw that he was there, I'm like, oh wow, they're doing this. Like they're right. they're playing all their other guys. So whether they're traded or not, you know, having the deadline just two days later, and maybe you know they thought that's a big swing game, right? If you lose, you're two and six, and whatever momentum you had with the Bills game is gone. Mm-hmm. If you uh, win, all right, well now you're three and five. A lot of teams are three and five. You can kind of talk yourself into it, and you're like, oh, we shouldn't have traded. You know, right. player like Kendrick Warren, for example, poor guy now tough. after the year, yeah, that's tough. but they have a, they had a bunch of guys I thought could maybe get moved. However, the deadline today, there weren't many big name players by any means moved and there really wasn't a ton of action going around. Right, like the, like Washington decided to trade their two edge rusher rushers, two of the better guys that got probably the two best guys that got. I think that might have thrown today. off
3: Uche's market as well. With the fact yeah, that, you know, true. they went for a second and third, and then what are you gonna get for Uche compared to Montez Sweat and Casey on Four. Yeah, right. Like maybe a fifth. Yeah. As he's hurt too,
2: it looks like. Yeah, right. Well that's also the yeah. the case. So you are getting damaged goods with him. Uh and then a few other names get kind of bounced around. Josh Dobbs, the quarterback. Yeah, that was interesting. Who played all right with Arizona actually, and then now he's gonna take over for Minnesota. That Minnesota one was so bizarre because two weeks ago you're like, well, maybe they're gonna trade Kirk Cousins and then he gets hurt, and they're like, Well no, we're four and four, so we're gonna take a take a stab at it. But all the Patriots are coming back. Like what message do you think that sends to the team, if any? Uh, the messages in
3: the of this, this team it. right now are so odd. Like again, the the sweatshirts where the nobody's coming, like that's because they didn't
2: trade hundred percent They did true. not
3: buy. Yeah. They did no. it with J C Jackson, obviously, and then Connor McDermott comes yeah, along, right. but like right. Uh, no, I think the message is: look, this is this is what we have. This is what we're, I guess, supposed to be down the stretch, and maybe if we can, you know, string a couple all of a sudden against the Commanders and against the Giants and against. Uh there's another winnable one in Colts. There, the Colts. But, again, yeah. we call them winnable games. When, when you go and lose 34 right. nothing to the Saints, like, no game is really winnable. It's so, also
2: winnable for Washington,
3: even right, with their right.
2: trades. It's winnable for the Colts. It's winnable for the Giants. There's it's winnable no for the Chargers, anymore. the Pittsburgh. Like Those five teams in, like, most Patriots seasons, you'd be like, oh, my God, like, wake me in December, right? Like, you, they would just roll through those teams. But now that's not the case at all. And right. then I think because they're 2-6 and six, and they're last place in the conference, I think that's why you have a lot of people turning towards the draft and like the draft picks and where they're at. Right. And you know, we've done this not too long ago as Celtics fans. There was a couple of years that we were staring at the losses and then we were staring at college prospects. And it's not the best way to go through a season, but every once in a while it kind of happens. And I don't think they have to like purposely lose. Like I I know every anytime you mention tank, like that's the first thing that's synonymous with it. It's like no, you don't have to. Right. Like we've watched the games, like they're going to lose a bunch of them, but if your hopes for this team are in the draft, I think that makes sense. Because like, where else would there be hope on the current roster? I, I mean, again, it, it's the draft, or it's the guys
3: who are are hurt. And Matthew Judon coming back, Christian Gonzalez coming back, and Kendrick Bourne's going to be a free agent. I don't know if you sign him at this point I don't now think because want to be back. Yeah, right. And so, um, no, the whole thing is uh, it, it is it's in disarray. And I, we just talked about it before we came on that you know the vibes in Foxborough are kind of bleak. It's like. You know, what's really happening? Because, again, you mentioned they they don't make any moves at the deadline. So it's like, what is the direction here? And, I mean, I guess my take on it is these these players that you were going to trade in Uche and Duggar and Unwinner, the, the tradable guys going to the contract year. Mm-hmm. it's like, okay, those are actually your good players, the best <laughs> players you have. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, they're not top tier, but they're serviceable NFL players who deserve to be paid. So pay them this offseason. Well, like, they don't get nothing for them. And if they do that and they don't get anything for them, then this is just, much as a, as, just as much of a disaster as everything else that's going on. I
2: feel on like right it here. is going to be similar to the Red Sox. And I had that same feeling mm. the last couple of years with the Red Sox was that. they both had years where they had tradable pieces. And two mm-hmm. years ago, they were more out of it and really should have traded away, and they didn't. And then they watched all those guys like Evaldi and Waka and J.D. Martinez and Xander Bogarts all leave, got nothing for them. This past year, they really should have been buyers in my mind. They were only two games out at that point, but they didn't do that. You're like, all right, that's your choice. That's what you feel like for this team. But then they also weren't sellers either, and they have a whole bunch of guys like Justin Turner and Adam Duvall that are going to walk away and you are going to get nothing for them, at least I think. Whereas with the Patriots, it's not as – like I don't think there was a bunch of people calling and being like, what's it going to take to get Mike on one? <laughs> yeah, and like, right. they're turning down these like sure, great draft sure. picks. That's not the case, but I'm with you. It, it, it kind of stings now. It's going to really sting in like five months or whenever it is when you are like, Oh, those guys all signed elsewhere. And now you're just going to wait for two years to maybe get some kind of compensatory. Pick? Right? Yeah. It's odd. And I look at to like, and Jones and mega
3: were talking about it as I was driving in here about the Mac Jones aspect of it. And the report that as Jeff Howe said, uh, nobody called on Mac.
2: But maybe they—that's <laughs> sad, almost maybe,
3: in a way. Yeah. Maybe the Patriots called, and you know, Joe's okay. saying this like that's the, oh the semantics. Yeah,
2: the way they report it. Like my guess is no. I think so too. But who's calling on Mac Jones? Who would want Mac Jones? Like if they watched the last four games, I mean, I
3: still look at San Francisco with him. I really do, and I think, and I wrote about this earlier this week on we.com I did some like buy, buy or sell, and yeah. we can talk about if they should have bought him. Mean, I guess it's over, so it doesn't really. Yeah, yeah, um, it doesn't matter, but. The point being, like, the San Francisco 49ers wanted Mac Jones three years ago. They traded up in, for the third overall pick, and
2: I, I believe, so think. and the
3: reporting was okay. that they liked Mac Jones. They liked a couple of them, but Mac Jones was certainly, you know, in the mix. But and,
2: something changed, and yes. then they suddenly, because they had the chance to take Mac Correct. Jones. I and think the, what yeah.
3: and I, my understanding and kind of what has been out there was that John Lynch and Co. and everybody kind of, talked Kyle Shanahan into Trey Lance. And he said fine, and there was the general manager's idea. And they, they botched that completely. But now, losing three in a row... Brock Purdy's out there not playing great football, and you yeah. know, they sort of started losing their weapons and people going down. And what do you know? When you don't have weapons and mm-hmm. you don't have an offensive line in front of you, you're not going to do great. Now, Kirk so, Cousins
2: made the most sense for them, yeah. and then he goes down. So right. then it's like, all right, what do we do? Do you so stick maybe, with Brock Purdy? Yeah, yeah, or
3: you go and get Mac. And I don't know if the Patriots would have done it. I don't know if the Niners would have done it. That one kind of stuck out to me. And mm-hmm. then I mean, maybe Minnesota too, because who would you rather, Josh Dobbs or Mac Jones?
2: Yeah, I guess it doesn't really matter. Yeah. It's kind of a wash, right? Like so. neither one. I guess whatever the lower price is. Like yeah. I don't think either one's going to really help you a whole lot. But Mac Jones is here, uh Josh Uche is here, Mike Onwenu, Kyle there. The, everybody's here. The Patriots didn't trade anybody away. They also didn't acquire anybody. So your thoughts on the NFL trade deadline. 617-779-7937. We'll also get some leftover thoughts from the Patriots Dolphins game, as Cadillac is in, get a chance to talk to him about the uh, most recent loss for the Patriots. You can weigh in 617 779 It 7. It is a very scary edition of the Rich Keefe Show uh, with Mike Cadillac all the way up until 10 o'clock. But right now, here is Stiz with What's Trending.
0: Now, here's What's Trending on WEEI.
1: Trending now, brought to you by Awaken 180 Weight Loss. The Bruins got the win in overtime last night at the Garden. They beat the Panthers 3-2. to Brad Marchand and Charlie McAvoy each had a goal, and Pavel Zaka got the goal in overtime to lead the Bees to victory. The Bruins had until today to decide if they were going to keep the 19-year-old rookie Matthew Padra. Coach Jim Montgomery made the decision to keep him, saying, quote, he's sticking around, he just belongs. The Bees will stay in Boston to host the Maple Leafs on Thursday night. Puck drop at 7.30. The Celtics now 3-0 after getting a road win last night in Washington. They beat the Wizards 126-107. to Jalen Brown had 36 points, 6 rebounds, 2 assists. Jason Tatum put up 33 points, and Porzingis had 15. The Celtics back in action tomorrow night. They will host the Pacers at the Garden tip-off at 7.30. The Rangers took Game 3 of the World Series last night in Arizona. They beat the Diamondbacks 3-1. Texas now up 2-1 on that series. The series will stay in Arizona for Game 4 tonight. First pitch at 8 p.m. And the trade deadline has come and gone with Bill Belichick and the Patriots deciding not to be buyers or sellers. They have made no changes to the team. Albert Brio reported that the Patriots are hanging on to young contract year guys Josh Uche, Kyle Duggar, and Mike Onwenu. And also, he was told that the Patriots got zero calls on Mac Jones and Zeke Elliott. The Patriots will host the Washington Commanders Sunday at Gillette Stadium, kickoff at 1 p.m. Kendrick Bourne uh, also officially moved to the injured reserve list after suffering a season-ending ACL tear in Sunday's loss to the Dolphins. Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Learn how Awaken 180 has a 98% customer satisfaction rating. Proven results when you choose the solution for weight loss at Awaken 180. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More Rich Keys show coming up.
0: You can stream the show or listen on demand anytime. Just download the Odyssey app. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Save is a favorite and listen wherever you go.
4: Now, more of The Rich Keith Show
0: on WEI.
2: Back here on The Rich Keith Show with Mike Kadlik from WEI.com on a uh, very scary night. Happy Halloween, everybody out there. Trick-or-treating. Cool, but not cold. There's been, like, snowy trick-or-treating, then there's some years where it's, like, hot yeah. as blazes. So this one's uh, probably just right. You can have a costume that has, like, you know, long sleeves. You're probably in good shape. Good question from the text line. If the Pats were a Halloween candy, what candy would they be? Oh, boy. Um... I think I got it. Raisins. The The worst. Uh,
3: I'm going to go with, n- what is it, Nutrageous, is that one? Nutrageous? it's just nuts. Stress. It's just nuts.
2: Oh, <laughs> right this is nuts. Going on. Yeah.
1: Stiz, what candy would you like to the might go like Baby Ruth because yeah. I just don't like it. I not, yeah. not like a Baby Ruth either. Don't like a Baby Ruth. No. Just a Baby Ruth. i
3: trying to think ba- how to do like Babe Ruth because like he was good back then, but they not good now type thing. No, he just, probably w- he'd be okay. Yeah. Yeah. But like the Patriots.
2: Like, Patriots you know, are pretty bad. They, they were be- good back then. I they were. Now they're not. You can hear it in my voice. She's like, yeah, well. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's like crazy to me is how even a couple of weeks ago, after the uh, the Dallas-New Orleans-Vegas trifecta, if you will, like two embarrassing losses, and then a third, like the game was closer, but still you're like... And the Raiders stink. The Raiders are bad, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like we watched watching the Raiders last night. Like the Raiders are really bad. After those three games, it was just, man, this season's done, and there are so many games left. Right. Like this isn't hey, we gave it a shot. It's Thanksgiving. How are we going to play out these final four games? It's, there's 10 games left or whatever it was. And so then they beat Buffalo, and everyone's like, mm. they beat Buffalo and the report of Belichick's
3: contract comes out. And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's like, here Belichick's here forever, yeah. and
2: <laughs> they had a fourth quarter wagon. Yeah, yeah, they're like, look out now. Yeah. But, like, I, I don't think a lot of people took the cheese on that, but it was at least, like, you hit pause. Mm-hmm. And you're like, all right, like, you got me. Like, what's what's going to happen next week? And then they, you know, lose by two touchdowns. And it so. was too, like
3: you played you played really good football against a really good team, the Bills. And that was sort of how we expected this team to win games this season. Was you know they end up scoring twenty nine points. The offense wasn't electric, but you know they made plays when they had to. Yep. Um, the defense was pretty good against Josh Allen. You know, a decent formidable opponent. Yep. And then you looked at it, and you are two and five, and you have games against. Uh, the, the Dolphins, which nobody really thought it was that winnable, but it was like, all right, if you win this one, oh my God, if you then win, you have the really changed like that whole yeah. thing, and so then you could all of a sudden everyone's like, oh, you could get
2: to five and five, and you know, spin this thing a little bit. I also think if Mac Jones played well and they lost, I think you know you're right back to that moral victory, mm-hmm. moral loss, whatever kind of thing, and uh, but you didn't get that, like you, right. you got a, you got another. More there's been more bad than good this season from Mac Jones. So like the fourth quarter comeback, like it you can point anybody can point to it. But then it's like here's five examples where he's throwing just a soul crushing interception right. that he never should have even
3: released. And the tough part too is like it's not it's one thing if he throws interceptions. Everybody throws interceptions. Sure. And he said that says that every game. It's like you know <laughs> yeah. it happens. You throw interceptions. It's part of the game. And I mean it is. And it's that's certainly correct. a part of his game. He doesn't bounce back from them well. Good point. Other players do like Patrick Mahomes could throw an interception on the first drive mm-hmm. and he's right back and scoring a touch on the next drive. Uh, Mac Jones, they start the game hot. He's playing well. They score the touchdown. I, I tweeted out a couple of clips like he was making good reads. He was decisive, you know, doing the right thing. And then it's like he tries to do too much on the interception. Ramsey reads it well. And then it just Oof. all spirals from there. Ramsey. It, yeah. yeah. Good Pretty addition good. by them. Yeah.
2: yeah and it, everybody's Quick to point out when Ramsey gives up the touchdown, you know whether it be to Mike Evans yeah, or sticks. whatever else. But yeah. I mean, he's a top five corner, even if he's slipping a little bit. Even if you like a couple guys in the league more, like he's he's a top five corner. Yeah. And they didn't even have two of their starters in the secondary, and still they uh, they look pretty good. So yeah, I'm with you on the the Mac Jones thing. Like you got to get over it. Like everybody throws picks, right. but you got to get over it. All right, let's go to the phone six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Patriots do nothing at the trade deadline. And uh, they're essentially at the halfway point of the season. That 17th game still bugs me, but they're essentially yeah. at the halfway point. Uh, let's go to Joe in the car. He will lead things off here on the Rich Keefe Show with Mike Cadillac tonight. What's up, Joe?
4: Rich, Mike, what's going on? Hey, hey Joe. What's going on? Yep, nothing. You know, Rich, yeah. what are these guys doing? What are the Patriots do? Good question. Huh? Good question. This is, this is like, I thought we were going to get a little treat. Well, nope. Here we go. Trick, trick. Yeah. Straight trick. Right. Yep. You know what I'm trying to tell you, Rich? I'm going to tell you, There were reports out there, right? Right. That not one person called for Matt Jones and ZDL. I don't want- You want to know why? Why's that? Because they suck. Oh. That's why. Makes nobody sense. wants those guys. <laughs> yeah. Nobody wants them. I no. never was, no. but but you gotta. I gotta finally admit, Belichick has ruined this kid, man. He's ruined. Yeah, see,
2: Joe gets it. it. <laughs> Joe
3: gets it. There it is. There it is.
2: There, I think, I, mean? I do know what you mean, Joe. And thank you for the call. Call time. I. Uh, it's it's both possible that Bill Belichick ruined Mac Jones, but also that Mac Jones' ceiling was never that high to begin with. That's fair. Like both can be true, right? Yep. Like maybe I think both are true. And maybe yeah, and maybe he goes on somewhere and is a. I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick actually had like a pretty good career, but like somebody like that, because everybody's like, oh, you know, like he could be better than Kirk Cousins. Like mm, that, that ship has sailed, I think. But I'm trying to think, some of these other guys that end up getting a bunch of starts and are and are solid, they're never the best, but they're not the worst. And he may have one of those careers where he's starting in front of a rookie in places, right? Yeah. They're like, we don't have our franchise guy, but at least we have this guy. Or right. I mean, hell, Garoppolo?
4: Yeah. He might
2: even be. He might even be Jimmy Garoppolo, How about and, like Ryan Tannehill. Like yeah, goes maybe. somewhere else
3: and kind of revives a little bit, and yeah. then it's like, oh wait, this is still Ryan Tannehill type yes. thing. Yeah. Like
2: just when you talk yourself into, right. oh, he is, is he top ten, top five? Yeah. You're like,
3: no, 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 he's yeah. he's not. He's just Miami uh, trades him. He gets a contract, yeah. and it's like, oh wait, no, this is it's this is possible. In fact,
2: yeah, because I still maintain that in the league, say there's so, uh, out of the thirty two starting quarterbacks, there might only be four or five that would be great everywhere. Like they'd be able to at least raise the level of competition. They'd be great everywhere. Yep. There's probably four or five that would just be trash anywhere. And then everybody else is like, do you have a good old line? Are you throwing to a stud receiver? Like, is your offensive coordinator really smart? Like, I think those guys kind of change where they're at. And Mac Jones, maybe he's in that middle tier, like on the lower part of that middle tier. And it's hard to see yeah. when you got three offensive coordinators in three years. His best wide receiver... I guess is Kendrick Bourne and he was in the doghouse one year and now he's hurt. Right. So and the second one is a sixth round rookie from Liberty. Yep, Pop Douglas is one of the best receivers he's thrown to yeah. in his career.
3: And then that the kid's actually pretty good. Oh he's good. Yeah, but the but fact that that's telling.
2: Yeah, exactly. All uh, let's go to uh John in Rhode Island on the pass. What do you got, John? Hey, love
4: the love the show, which I'm um, a good career comp uh career art comp for Mac Jones would be like Kate Keenum, I think. Oh maybe. Uh, like serviceable backup. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Um but I just want to talk about the Patriots not doing anything um, purgatory Purgatory is the worst place uh, we 're speaking about Halloween yeah. Purgatory is the worst place to be, not just in the NFL but in any sports and you know what the Patriots are going to get to six wins and they 're going to miss out on Marvin Harrison jr or a top quarterback you know they 're not a playoff team they're not going to they're, I know they 're top four right now, but I can just see them squeaking out a couple wins i've been listening to the show this this station all day, and everyone 's wow. like saying. God oh, bless you. Oh, All the fans. All <laughs> oh, the fans. Oh, we got it. We're going to sell for the fans. I know the season's over. I'm not dumb. You know what right. I mean? Right. I, 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 I'd rather prepare for next year. Get If we sold Uche, Wenyu, anybody, any draft capital is, is more than you're going to get for these guys when they walk. And Purgatory is the worst place to be rich. And uh, today was a realization that that's where we are, where I... I think we're going to be like a five, six win team and, you know, not pick a top five, you know, if you might Matt be Jones John here. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead,
2: go man, ahead. Finish, finish up. Strong. Finish up. Go
4: ahead. Finish strong. Get there. No, I was just going to say if, if Matt Jones is here for next year, you know, Marvin Harrison jr. Is going to go three or four, you know, he. I'm not saying Mac is the answer, but get him a, an actual weapon. And I, but I just feel like we're missing out on that by not trading our decent players and, I know we
2: can tank on itself, but yeah, I think, I mean, it's going to be, if Mac Jones is still here, it's going to be the fourth straight year of like, get him somebody to throw to. It's like, well, I don't think they are like, that's not in their thing. Now. Also, I don't know if they are going to be a five win team. I mean, they lost to the Raiders already. They barely beat that jets team, which they can't score points at all. They got just absolutely blown out by new Orleans. So all these teams that they're playing coming up have just as good a chance to beat them as they do them. Plus, They play Buffalo again. They play Kansas City again. That Denver game at the beginning of the year looked easy. and In Denver, probably isn't. And Russell Wilson's playing really well, Mm -hmm. actually. So, well, that's the thing about this whole season and the games they've played so far is, you know,
3: when you go through it and everyone does their win-loss, win-loss at the beginning of the season, there are those games where, oh, well, that's a win. That's a win because it's the Saints or because it's the Broncos or because it's what have you, the, the New York Giants, yeah, right? Those all gone. of those are complete toss-ups now. Like The the way they lost to the Raiders close, but then also the Saints in a blowout was like, okay, this isn't any given Sunday team. Like, yeah. Anything can
2: happen. Well, they can and, play really bad or they can play really Not that good. I think they would be significantly better with all the healthy guys, but now also the injuries are piling up 100%. and you have your two best defensive players, one of your best offensive players, if not the best depending on how you feel about Kendrick Bourne. Like, all those guys are up for the season and who knows what, week to week what the old line is going right. to look like, and then just the way Mac Jones has been playing, like, okay, like that's that he's not giving you a great chance to win week in and week out. Drew uh, Smith Schuster scored a touchdown though. Yeah, your guy. Back. Yeah, your guy. Then oh, he was yeah. thrilled in the post game. Yeah. He was he was happy about oh, his yeah. playing time. And uh, <laughs> what are the as a brief aside? What do they do? So Bourne's out. You still have Parker. You still have Smith Schuster. You got Pop Douglas. You got Tyquan Thornton, who is a healthy scratch this week. And you have Kayshawn Booty. What do you think the pecking order and Jalen Rager? What do you think the pecking order for receivers uh will be? And what do you think it should be? Um, will be
3: they'll play Juju, they'll play Parker a lot because <laughs> it's all it's what they have and it's who they paid. I think that they, they sure did. they're gonna stand behind the money. Um and Demario Douglas will be your slot guy. Yeah. I think they'll the Demario will be a true slot like he has been. Kendrick Bourne sort of played inside and outside. I think they'll use Juju in that role. Um, Parker will stay oh. at the X and maybe some Rager in between. Um, what they should do yeah. is Taequann Thornton, Kayshawn Booty, and DeMario Douglas. I think that's so and easy. see what you have in these yes. guys. Mac Jones said it himself yesterday with Jones and Mego that let's get these uh, – he didn't say it this verbatim, but it was like – I'm excited for their opportunity. You know, I want to build with them and learn with them now so we can build for the future. And uh, that's company line talk. I mean, uh, everyone's going to take it, and people did yesterday, and say, oh, well, he's not going to be here for the future, (laughs) and why would he say future when we're going to get – Caleb Williams. So the as guy, of
2: right now, he's under contract, right. and they may and not that's get those. He chances. has to act. Everybody yes. get so yeah, mad
3: about what Max says, and it kind of yeah. irks me because I, like, think his, is, tone. But I think his, his tone. What else is he supposed to say?
2: No, I know, but I think the way he delivers it, it's more. You're more likely to kind of pick it apart and like, or roll your eyes at yeah, it, I or guess. kind of make fun of him. I I think it's the delivery, but it's still like. like uh, it.
3: I mean, everyone's like, oh, what are you talking about the future for? Like, what's he supposed to be like? Well, yeah, no, we're
2: two and six, and I'm probably out of here. I should be benched. Is that what you guys want me to say? Yeah, get warm up, Bailey. Warm up. Can't do that. Like, so I would say. And uh, I, I I agree with you on who should play at receiver. If Bill and uh, just just Bill really maybe Bill O'Brien, but Bill Belichick is deciding who's playing. And if they're gonna play Parker and Smith Schuster, based on that's who they paid, mm-hmm. I would argue you drafted Tyquan Thornton higher than anybody since what Nikhil Harry yeah. and Chad Jack. I think he's the third highest drafted wideout on the Patriots. Uh, or under Bill with the Patriots, play him. Like right. figure out what you have now. Totally. I think he stinks, but play him. Figure it out. Like let's know for sure. Like he's hurt all the time. He's not even in last week. So yeah, he should play. And using what they say too, and talking about what Mac just said when Bill was on on the
3: morning the other day with Greg Hill, and he's they asked him about Tyreek Hill, and Bill was like, "Well, we have fast guys too." Like yeah, you have him, and it's back <laughs> he's, Thornton. He's a he healthy scratch. So like, yeah. yeah, you're right. You got to use him, and whether it's a decoy and, or whether they start dialing up plays for him, and you realize, okay, like you said, Not he does honest. stink. Yeah. At least you tried it instead of healthy scratching him for a guy in like Juju Smith schuster who, as much as I wanted him here, he stinks too. He's awful. I mean, it was useless.
2: Useless, <laughs> useless. Yeah. Right. Bizarrely it's enough, enough, funny I, <laughs> that happened. To it was down. like he gets to the end zone. I'm like, oh, here we go. Touchdown. Like, right, let's go. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Mike up in Maine. What do you got, Mike? <laughs>
4: Yes, yeah, so I just want two things real quick. Yeah. Uh, number one, um, going back to the what kind of candy would the Patriots be, I think they would be the apple with the razor blade in it from the 90s where you get it and you're kind of like, this might not be so bad. It's nice and juicy and white into it and you get mouth ripped up. So that would be that. And then the other thing is, can we stop with all of this if they had a real weapon? You can give Mac Jones, Justin Jefferson, and Tyreek Hill He's still going to lead them. He's still going to short hop it to him, and he's still going to overthrow them. The receivers are good for the, the the throws to like Parker where it drops it the once in a while, but more often than not, it's Mac not throwing a good ball, so I don't think weapons really help him. We need a quarterback.
2: Uh, I would like a quarterback as well, but I would like at least to see it. Like They drafted him in the first round, so that was their big investment three years ago, and they just never surrounded him with, with pieces to really, truly know. Overall, I agree with the, that caller more than I don't, but... I don't know, like, and and maybe Tua is going to have to win, like, three Super Bowls and three MVPs for me to really think he's this unbelievable quarterback, Mm -hmm. but he has unbelievable playmakers around him and a really good play caller, and he looks like an MVP. I think if you put Tua on the Patriots, I don't think he's raising the play of the guy on the team. Jalen Hurts, two years ago, they're like, oh, my God, could this guy even throw? And then they get him A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, and they're like, oh, let's make him the highest-paid quarterback (laughs) ever. Josh Allen didn't look like he could throw. Accurately, he could throw it over, you know, over a mountain, but mm-hmm. he couldn't throw it accurately. Then they get Steph Diggs, and the guy gets unlocked. Like, there's so many examples to me of quarterbacks just finding it once they get the stud guy. Right. It's not the other way around. Maybe the other, maybe it used to be a receiver's kind of middling and then goes to a team with a quarterback. Like, oh, it turns out he's good. Something's changed. Like what Brady did to Julian Edelman. Yeah, like yeah, right. Brady unlocked a few guys. Peyton Manning unlocked a few guys. But I feel like now it's much more the other way around. Yeah,
3: and I don't. Again, it's it's. I'll probably say it until I finish, you know, my career being in this industry and talking about the Patriots. Like, oh man, if they only gave Mac Jones this, that, and the other thing, because you see what he can do when it's around him. And I, I look at the offensive line too more so than the weapons. And I know that kind of steers away from the point because um, you talk about Tyreek Hill. And, well, it's a double whammy. But they're no time line. to throw. And then, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but when they put it together against Buffalo, it looks pretty good. Like Mac had time; he wasn't sped mm-hmm. up. He didn't make a mistake early to unravel himself. Uh, the the receivers were okay, but I mean, it really yeah, started yeah. with the offensive line. Like once right. he ha- got went back there and had time, and O'Brien, you know, called it the right way, they were able to be pretty good. So,
2: but it's I, just, I mean, in uh, it's eight, games, be like eight games, like eight games is a solid sample. Let alone like the forty plus that he's played in his career. But the eight games this year, it was hey, it looks promising against Philly. And then mm-hmm. Meh, terrible, right. and then like oh, looks promising against Buffalo, and then like right, ba- right, reverts right back. And
3: the crazy part is, uh, take out the second Miami game. I mean, I guess they they played okay for a little while, but the games they look solid are against good teams like Philly and Miami and uh, Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah, yeah, and then the games they lose, it's uh, take out Dallas, but like the Saints, the Raiders, yeah, the Jets. They went, they beat the Jets. Barely, it felt like a loss. Game. Yeah. yeah. yeah so, like, it's, oh, the offense is bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah, play up. Sure. And, it seems yeah. like they're playing up and down their opponents here too.
2: Yeah, and I don't know, I mean, even if they win the next two weeks, like you might get some of the uh the real glass overflowing fans talking to them say, Hey, they're four and six, but it's just the way the whole operation has looked, uh, hard to have any faith at all. And then you go back to a couple callers ago where you're saying, All right, if you are looking at the draft and you end up six and eleven, what's that picking? Eighth? Seventh maybe yeah, somewhere, somewhere in there? there? Like Right now they're picking fifth. As bad as they've been, they're picking fifth based on tiebreakers and everything else. So well, and you you talk about it that way
3: too. And you look at everybody wants a quarterback, right? Well, everybody wanted a quarterback in twenty twenty one, and they picked fifteenth, and they ended up with the fifth quarterback. The off fifth guy. And as much as everyone wants to say Mac was a first round pick, and he was, he was also the fifth quarterback. Yeah, he's in a, re- a little
2: bit of a reach, like a, yeah. like a standard drive. Like, yeah, like there's, there's a difference between needs and then just. Was he one of the thirty-two best players or prospects coming out? Probably not. And but.
3: So, yeah, and then if you look at it this year, and you're right, if they do get to six and six and eleven and they're picking at seven, eight, nine. They'll be three
2: two for sure gone. Right. Maybe three
3: gone That's at that point. That's the thing. It's yeah. then you're looking at same three, thing. four, five. It's like, okay, you're gonna reset with Bo Nix or Michael Penix.
2: You're in the same spot right. in a way. Yeah. And now you have maybe both on the roster, and then you get <laughs> yeah, real fun. competition yeah. on your hands. Uh let's go to Dave in the car. What's up, Dave?
4: Hey, Rich, Mike, Stiz, happy Halloween. Yeah, you too. So uh, I, I just want to two quick things. First of all, you never paid off, and you already say it's an audio medium, Rich, and yeah. you guys I do? left us hanging. What happened? You were talking about Stiz. I'm figuring Stiz is either Bill Cosby or Freddy Krueger because all you said is about the sweater.
2: <laughs> they don't want me to know. <laughs> well played. No, you're absolutely right. We got it's, it's an audio medium. Not everybody's watching on Twitch. He is uh, the one and only Freddy Krueger. Oh, I knew okay, that. Okay. So yeah. I, I think it was one of the good two. call oh, though. Okay. Could've, you could have walked in here with a thing of Jello yeah. and a uh, little Pudding Pops, and it could have been maybe <laughs> more scary. Actually, mm.
4: yeah. everybody loves Jello. <laughs> hey, so uh, the Patriots, as far as what kind of candy they would be, I might be dating myself, but they would either be Boston baked beans, oh. which if you've ever if you've ever had them, they are the worst candy ever. Or Necker wafers.
2: Oh, that's bad. So Necco wafers I've had, those are mm-hmm. trash. Oh, yeah. you could throw the right in. It's like eating chalk. Yeah. All right, like Dave. All yeah, yeah, all thanks the for the call. For yeah, like, no, yeah. Just poison. All right, you can join us here. It's like, actually, it's a good question uh, from uh, one of the texters. If the Patriots were a Halloween candy what would they be? You can weigh in 617-779-7937. How do you feel about the Patriots doing absolutely nothing at the trade deadline? And we come back, we'll try to make some money with the bet du jour on the Rich Keefe show with Mike Cadillac here on WEI.
0: You can watch the show anytime via our live stream on Twitch or on YouTube. Find W E E I at TwitchTV or YouTube.com. And join in the conversation in the chat. Now, more of the Rich Keefe show on W E E I.
2: Happy Halloween to everybody out there. You're probably trick-or-treating. You probably got us cranked right on your uh, on your phone, walking around, listening on the Odyssey app, being like, I can't miss the Rich Keefe show with uh, Mike Cadillac on a Tuesday night, even if it happens to be Halloween. So hopefully everybody's getting some uh, some good candy. Uh, real quick, before we get to the bet du jour, Charlie McAvoy has been suspended four games for his hit to the head mm. last night. We knew he had a a phone meeting today, which means it can't be more than 5 games. But it felt like it was going to be more than one or two. Yeah. Like that was that was brutal. Yeah, that you was, can't do it. Can't do right. it. Like and not if he, he was a repeat offender, I feel like it would have been like the, you know, the in-person oh, everything and would have gotten 20 oh, games. yeah. Here, sure. they'd be like, "Well, I'll just sit for a while." Yeah, Mac Yeah, so he, doesn't, playoffs, yeah right. he doesn't have that history of it, but I mean a shoulder to the face like that and uh, yeah, they're trying to get rid of it. So anytime somebody does that, they should get suspended for a while. And I don't know, maybe that'll be uh, a hiccup to the Bruins because as of right now, they can't lose. So we'll have more on the Bruins a little bit later on in the show. But they are rolling right now. But that's the big news of the night: Charlie McAvoy suspended for four games. All right, the bet de jour, uh, of course, Monday and Thursday. Very simple: we go with the uh, the NFL primetime games. But Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, you got NBA. You got. Uh, NHL, and you have the World Series going on. Cadillac looking for his first win. <laughs> Cadillac, no good. For- Currently 0 for 6 on the bet du jour. But listen, that's why you get up in the morning, get another opportunity to hit a winner. What do you have tonight? All right.
3: Let's go to the NBA. All right. Um, I'm looking at the Milwaukee Bucks, and I'm looking at them minus 5 on the road against the Raptors. Um, they got... Okay. Uh, they got uh, spanked the other night. Yeah, they got spanked the other night. So it's like, all right, rebound. You just got Lillard. You know, right. get your provo- proverbial crap together. And yep. uh, no better way to do it than you
2: know, up in uh, up in Canada. So let me bucks ask minus you something. Let me ask you something real quick. Sure, is that game tonight? Probably not. It is not. <laughs> The yeah. DeJour part fooled me, too, yeah, the, the DeJour, couple the tricky. The I know. It's, I should just say the bet of the day or the bet of the night. Is and there people no wrap NBA tonight? There's then? three NBA games. We'll circle back to you. You have Knicks, Cavs, Spurs, Suns, that's Magic, Lomers. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I'm always yeah. yeah. picking stuff that's not even yeah. playing. All yeah, right. they play tomorrow, actually. But, yeah, it's spin uh, around. All right. Uh, Stiz, what do you have tonight on the on the spookiest of all nights?
1: Uh, game four of the World Series tonight in Arizona. Yep. Texas currently up 2-1. to one. Yep. Um, I'm going to take the Rangers. They're giving 1.5. It's plus 150. I think they're on a roll, and uh, I think they're going to get it done again tonight.
2: You're going Rangers minus 1.5? Yep. I'm going D-backs money line. Oh. And here's why I, they, they're just so frisky. This D-backs team, you can't count them out. They're barely over 500. Probably shouldn't even have been in the playoffs. And yet they are... Uh, nasty. So they sweep Milwaukee in the wild card. They sweep the Dodgers in the divisional round. Then they come back from being down 3-2 and they win game six and seven in Philly. Uh, they had that really great game one where they lost in uh, 11 innings. Then they blow them out in game two. They just lose last night, but I think they're going to bounce back. They are a resilient bunch, even though most people can't name a single guy on their team. I will take <laughs> the snakes. Tonight on Halloween, back to Cadler.
3: Back. This game's tonight. All right. Uh, it's the Spurs at the Suns, staying go. in the NBA. Sure. I'm going to go with the over. Spurs tw- Suns over over right. two twenty five and a half. I like Wembenyama. He looks pretty fun. He's yeah. fun. The uh, the Suns have a lot of firepower with Beal, Durant, and uh, very Booker, good. So let's
2: let's root for points over two twenty five and a half. all right. Very good. That and then you... tomorrow, tomorrow. You I know you really like yeah. that bucks game tomorrow call him with you
3: and Fitzy. No yeah. doubt. <laughs>
2: uh, let's go back to the phones. We got Paul in Braintree. He joins us next year on <laughs> WEI. Yeah. What's up, Paul?
4: Hey, John, how are you? You know, my question is this. If you're a GM in another team, who on this team do you want and what are you willing to give up for? I would we take Mike on of,
2: Oh, I didn't know that was rhetorical. Go we, ahead.
4: We, we don't have a lot of trade bait on, on this team, really. Right. It takes two to tango. Huh? If you're another GM, it's like, who do you want? And by the way, the candy that that you're, that, that I would uh, have them as, remember the little dots and the pieces of paper? When you ate them, you always get the paper in your mouth. Trash. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, that was uh,
2: just huck it in the bin. Yep. Don't want that.
4: All right, Paul. But, um, I mean, there's really not a lot. Our best players are injured. So there's really not a lot we have to offer. You can't trade Zeke or Ramondre Stevenson. How many running backs do we have in team? Two? So yeah, it,
2: it's just get somebody else. But I, So, Paul, my point, I, I guess I would sort of split the difference with you. Your overall point, you're in last place. How many of these guys would other teams want? It's fair, but it's not like it's just all pro guys that get traded today. Right. And I think that if you can get third and fourth round picks, whether it's Bill Belichick or hopefully somebody else r- drafting next year, give him as much ammunition as possible. And I don't think Josh Uche or Kyle Duggar or Mike Onwenu are really going to help this year's team. Mm-hmm. So those three guys probably could have helped somebody else, right? Like Mike Onwenu could help a team right now. He's he's a he's a he can play two spots. So pick a pick a playoff team that has a shaky O line, which is probably about half of them, and Onwenu could could help that. The
3: idea of getting a third round pick for Josh Uche was always wishful thinking. Yeah. Okay. But if you're not like if and it kind of already seems like they're not going to re-sign him next year, they they stopped contract negotiations um and they obviously it, it doesn't look like they're going to re-sign him, right? Yeah. I would take a 2025 7th for him. Like why Like, what's the point there is no point in keeping him here you are two and six at a pick I don't care what pick it is like everyone would say
2: oh yeah that's all you got for Ruche but like it's better than keeping him here and letting him walk how many guys are they gonna keep out of those three because I still go back to and they made the right call on this when uh Darrell Rivas was here they won a Super Bowl and then he had a chance to make a ton of money the next year they said no he literally got fat and happy with the Jets and that was (laughs) it for him but one of the reasons why they didn't sign Revis, and I think Kraft even said, we got all these young guys coming up, and he was talking about Chandler Jones, Dante Hightower, Jamie Collins, and uh, Malcolm Butler. Yeah. They didn't sign. They signed Hightower. They didn't sign any of those other guys. Right. They traded Collins. We know what happened with Butler. They traded, traded Jones. Jones well. yeah. So just because you're sort of like, oh, we got all this money to spend, and like we got all these guys to re-sign, they end up falling in love with other players. Right. Like I mean, Juju Smith-Schuster, Jacoby Myers is a perfect example mm-hmm. that they might get into the offseason, and Belichick might say, "Well, we drafted on Onwenu in the sixth round, so we can just get another one of those guys." <laughs> and then he walks away. Right. And then Uche and uh, well, he was a third round or second rounder. Uche was th- third, I want to say. So I mean, but, but, but yeah. they're were, they were his own guys. They were, obviously, they were drafted higher than than Onwenu. But yeah, I don't have a great deal of confidence that just because they didn't get traded today, that they're definitely going to be back next right. year. Right. It's but it's yeah, it's crazy. All right, one hour down, three hours to go here on this uh, Halloween. You can join us on the Rich Keefe Show, 617-779-7937. We can keep taking your Patriots thoughts. Also, a big trade in the NBA. We'll uh, talk about that one as James Harden finally gets his way and goes to the Clippers. Uh, You're listening to the Rich Keefe Show with Mike Cadillac here on WEI.